This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you'll learn to get unstuck. Start now. Conquer life's challenges by learning to do difficult. Find quick and clever ways to overcome. Wait, did you think life was going to be easy? Remember, all of your excuses are now dead to me. Let's get started. Guess what time it is? It's time for you to hit the subscribe button and find one, just one person that you think will benefit from this. But if you're feeling a little like generous, right? Or you're super um, free with your time right now, probably doing nothing because you're listening to this. Um, Well, maybe if you're doing something, actually just make yourself free right now. Hit subscribe. What are you waiting for? Hit it. Come on. Hit subscribe. How are you guys doing, right? We got COVID-19, racial riots, looting. It's getting crazy out there, huh? Well, I'm going to add a little bit more uh, controversy. Yeah, because that's kind of how I work, right? I'm not trying to, but I'm going to say things that are maybe uncomfortable. My platform is about doing things that are difficult. We all have difficult decisions to make in life. And whether we like it or not, ignoring it doesn't make it less difficult. It actually makes it more difficult. So if you have feedback on this, I'm totally open to it. It doesn't mean I'll change my mind, but I will be open to completely consider it. Like it's a blank sheet of paper and saying, okay, let's see if that works here. Let me see if that where that puzzle piece works. But something that's really on my heart that's very uncomfortable. I mean, if you know me personally, you know how uncomfortable this is because you know a lot of the inner workings of my life. But here's the thing that I really want to set straight. Do not ask ambiguous questions. Are you okay? You need to be really clear when you ask something. You need to say, hey, you need to say, hey, I saw the protest in your neighborhood. I saw what happened to George or Breonna Taylor or whoever else you've researched. And I'm reading a book. I had no idea. Let me know when you want to talk. I'm here for you. Hashtag white ally. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I think for me that are you okay? It it doesn't work for me. In my brain, I'm thinking, okay, cool. Right. I like to know exactly where you're at. Show me your card. Maybe you're thinking, hey, I love that we're embracing diversity at work, but I wonder if my job is at risk because I'm not that diverse. I would rather know that. I mean, if we're going to get really real and you're thinking, I want access to your trauma, girl, tell me everything, then I really need to know your cards. Hey, I like my white privilege. I'm just learning that this is a benefit. I don't want to lose any of my benefits. Like, what what do we do now? I want to know that, right? And like having the passive aggressive, like, I'm here for you, hashtag ally, doesn't really work for me, or hashtag black screen. I don't even know you can hashtag a black screen. But for me, I feel like, uh, dude, no. Just tell me what you really think. Like your real thoughts are how we're going to create change. Even if your real thought maybe is like a little awkward right now and not something that you probably should admit. I think this is the time to admit it so we can actually work through healing, right? We are all in therapy right now. It's getting really real. So let's just come clean with how we feel. There's things I feel like, okay, wait a minute. I, I, I felt more threatened by my by actual individuals that are civilians and not police officers. So for me, I feel 
very scared to embrace an abolishment of that. And I, I am a human being and I have to say that, right? I also feel like, uh, I need to know the stats and like where the money is going to go. And so I feel nervous to just fully embrace that. And, and I want someone to be able to answer my questions. So I'm going to reach out to my local community, those that are in charge, those that are fighting for or against the initiative. And I want to know stats and documentation. I want to know how the, the breakdown, where's this money going to go? How are we going to have accountability? How are people going to have skills to access that? For me, that's really important. And, and as I get access to that, I will definitely share that. Um, I'm looking for information, but you know, I don't know if you've seen my socials. I am not the most tech inclined person. I'm very quick with tech. I'm very clear on how it works and I understand the psychology behind it, the tools, but it's not, I'm, I don't navigate to doing lots of posting unnecessarily. I, I, I do things with a purpose and I keep it moving. With that being said, I want to make sure that I'm not missing key points or overlooking something. So if you have insights or you found something, you can totally email me, myla at mylasuite.com, and I will read it. Um, I want to know as much as I can about this. The other thing, I already did a podcast about this, but um, <sighs> I feel like as a community, we just need to be honest with where we're at and also, stop sending these long lists of books that you know you haven't read, right? I notice when someone reads a book, they actually quote the book, right? They don't have to tell you to read the book. They'll give a quote, and you're like, dang, that's super deep. Where do you get that from? Oh, white fragility. Oh, um, you know, well, I'm trying to think of that. Uh, so you want to talk about race, or um, I can't think of other books right now. <laughs> but you get the point, right? Um you will quote something from that or you say how this changed you. But when you give me a long list of books or a podcast to listen to, I'm wondering, did you listen to them? You don't explain why they matter, how it helps. Look, I don't want you to feel like you can wear trauma as a checklist badge of honor, meaning you get to check it off your list, put a badge on to say, hashtag Black Lives Matter, see? Another way for you to feel good about yourself, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter what race you are. I'm just talking to anybody that says, I want to do that. Look, what are you going to do next year, five years from now, 10 years from now? Figure that out. If you can figure out how you want to do something five years long, then I feel like you're starting at a good point if you do that, right? But if you're saying, I want to survive in my business, I do understand the PR marketing part, right? Because we all want to eat. But hey, it's not going to matter, right? It's, it's not going to matter. And don't give apologies if you don't mean them. I know that sounds really counterproductive, but I feel like apology means sorry means or I repent means I want to 100% turn from that way. If you're not sorry, do not say you're sorry. I was reading this book called, uh, see, here I am, book dropping. Ah, I, I'm doing the same thing I'm talking about. It's called, uh, what is it called? It's by Tim Grover. It It's about... Um, just your instincts and owning who you are. I forgot the name of the book. But basically, he was a coach for Jordan and Dwayne Wade and um, who else? Uh, Kobe Bryant. And he said that when Tiger Woods, I'm not saying I agree with this or not. I'm just quoting what he's saying. So keep all of the hate over there. He said that he wished when Tiger Woods got caught, you know, when he cheated on his wife and she kind of banged up his car. 
um, is that he would have just said that he wouldn't have apologized. He would have just said, this is how I win. So like it or not, this is what I do to win. Meaning he owned what he had been doing in private all that time, right? Not until you own it publicly or own it in a way that's convicting can you realize that maybe I want to change. But giving the apology and taking away, I guess, his superpower to win, you know, that is one superpower. It kind of makes it interesting to, to for... It's interesting because it's like, did he apologize because he got caught or did you apologize because you're really convicted and you want to change, right? And so he said that standing behind what you've been doing all that time can either free you to realize, hey, you know what? I do need to change. I need to do something better. Or this is just what I am. This is just who I am. And then life can create circumstances that make you want to change, right? Instead, we do these apologies to appease people. And really, it's actually more harmful for us because we the apology resonates to our brain that this is real. You apologize. But your convictions and your habits haven't changed. Whatever's on autopilot in you is still there, right? If you need six invitations to a room, a hotel room, to get things up and going, you probably still need six. You haven't dealt with the six, right? And if you don't know what I mean, you should just, you know, have fun with Google. I don't know what you're going to see, though. So, I mean, I think that's the the point that I want to get at is this is really, we're asking for a change, but this is really a hard change, right? So even if you're feeling like, what does this mean for me? What is a white privilege? I'm not privileged. Maybe just start there and be honest and say, I don't really get it. Like, I don't get it. And I know, maybe don't say that too public too long, but just be honest with yourself and say, okay, what does this mean for me? Or maybe you feel threatened, right? And then now you say, okay, well, this is threatening. Maybe this is how someone else feels all the time, right? What does it mean for me with this new information? And you don't have to make it mean anything. You can just allow yourself to learn. I love that we are getting a lot of people support and exchanging of hands of money, right? But is this really creating permanent change? Right. And I saw a lot of books. I got a lot of emails. I probably I actually want to read how many emails I got. I didn't read them all because after a while, they all sounded the same. I thought, how interesting that they all sound the same. Did they all just use Google and a screenshot? Um, But I also, you know, I felt like I didn't see any books like the Bible. Right. And maybe that's controversial in itself. But for me, Even when I read all these books, that's what I pair it with. Maybe you have another book that you live your life by, by all means. But wouldn't I want to be able to dissect that with some truth? Love thy neighbor as thyself. Have you ever loved thy neighbor as thyself in any way? Like, do you really do that, right? Do you really care about them? You know, not about how caring about them makes you look, right? Because now you're like, oh, I can help these Negroes out, right? And that kind of feels good because helping people does feel good. But but are you well in doubt? Like, are you making sure that how you're helping is actually beneficial? Are you making sure that your initiative to help is going to be long-lasting? Are you making sure that we're repairing hearts and we're helping people see themselves better? We're giving the right tools, not just what we are told to give, but things that are deep in your heart, true convictions that says, I I don't want to 
participate in this. I, I really want to change this. Are we doing that? I think that's important because I feel a lot of pressure to like expose all everything at a whim. It's like a button that someone wants to press to say, well, what have you been doing? How do you feel? And it's like very uncomfortable. Although I freely have no problem being vulnerable and telling my perspective, but I mean, like, dang, I don't want to always talk and think about this. I'm trying to be positive, trying to have hope that I could get through this. I mean, it's overwhelming. You know, and it's also overwhelming because you've lived a life of silence. You were told that's not true. No one meant that. So you have to kind of feel like I know this is true. I know that this happened to me. I know why it happened to me. So that you keep perspective. But then you also have to be able to like move in a, in a community or in a way where you're able to progress for your family. So when you say something like that, it, it actually is, it takes time for, for people to be able to speak up. Now, I see there's people that have been ready to speak up. So I'm not speaking for them because I, I commend them to speak for people that maybe don't have their voices yet, haven't used them in this way. That takes, it's like taking the training wheels off the back. It just takes a little practice, but we're all taking training wheels off. Okay. So let's give grace and mercy in these scenarios. But I think grace and mercy for people who really want to change their hearts, right? If you are saying, no, 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 there's no way. I respect that you're saying that, that you don't want to change. But I also feel like respect that I'm not, I'm not going to stand behind that, right? Right. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. I have none. I mean, I I have very little figured out, but I want to encourage you to be honest, to let your actual heart and mind change, to have it renewed, with new understanding, with truths that you want to live your life by. And don't just take someone's trauma and use it as a badge of honor to say, hashtag your life, black lives, they matter, right? They matter to me. Here's something I read, and this is probably more gossipy than anything, but like one of the celebrities, I don't even know her name. She's like, my black friends cannot go for a jog and they are not safe. I am living and basking in white privilege. And when they go for a jog, they don't know. And it's like, are you, I mean, could you have helped them in another way? Like, I mean, and and then they had a commercial for like, I'm going to do better. This is how I'm going to give impact. I'm going to give up my white privilege. Like, wait a minute. I don't know. I don't really know every scenario, right? But it was just like, are you doing it for me or for you? Because, you know, celebrities need a lot of attention. So it's like they cooped up in their house. They need some attention. Like, was that for me or for you? I do appreciate it. Also, totally taking payments for my mortgage. You want to pay my house off? You really want to show me my life matter? That would be a great initiative. You pay my whole mortgage off. Hashtag do it right now. Hashtag do it yesterday. Hashtag your life to matter when you were born. And I'm going to prove it to you. I am accepting payments now. You want to, you want to show me something? That, that would show me my life matters, right? I'm still waiting. Who? Yeah. Anyone? All right. Yeah. See? Kind of a little silent on that. I can tell you my mortgage payment too. Just got to refinance. You can pay the whole payment. I'm totally, totally open to it. That to me, for me, I will say, okay, you really, you putting your money where your mouth is, right? Not to an organization that may or may not support me five years from now, right? But uh, you'll know my life matters because I'm going to be living totally different. Mortgage free, baby. Nothing like having no debt to free your mind, change the trajectory of your future, of your kid's future, your lineage. That's what this is all about, right? Not about money. It's about access, right? 
So yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm waiting. You could call me 503-446-1246 here for all of it. All right. Think about where your heart is, where you need it to be. Just like in a GPS, put in where you are, where you want to go, right? And let's ma- map out some steps to get there. It's not going to happen overnight. Haste is not our friends. Making quick decisions can help you, but on w- wisdom. All right. I think it's really time for me to go. I don't know if you heard. That's my son in the background. All right. That is all. Are you feeling the daily pressure of managing money? Are you concerned about your financial future? Let me coach you in developing a financial plan that works for all times. Kim Eldred, Certified Public Accountant, Ramsey Solutions, Master Financial Coach. Find me on Facebook at Coach Kim E. All right, that's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said, I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, you can keep listening. <laughs>